Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Everyone is howling about Paws of Fury. It's the most fun comedy of the summer. Hank, I am your father. What? Nah, I'm not. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson is hilarious. What the mother-father going on here? Paws of Fury. Only in theaters this Friday. Rated PG. Exonation Richard Gordon is our guest, www.quantumtouch.com. Richard, the I, I'm 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 interested in the the way that the energy or the intent from all these pendants that are worn by all these people, thus intensifying the the intensity of of the intention, how it gets from one to the other. It seems that when you join objects together in your mind, mm -hmm. you've actually created an entanglement between them. Like charged electrons or photons that are entangled together in the quantum physics experiments, mm -hmm. they can separate them at the speed of light, but they're always connected. And even if they were a thousand light years apart, if you observe one having an upspin, the other one would instantly show a downspin. It seems that objects can be joined together in consciousness. Now, there's no physical mechanism to point to, mm -hmm. and yet it works very clearly, as my experiments have pointed out. And by the way, we've had a lot of people repeating my experiments. They just read about it in the book and practice it and test it out, and sure enough, the stuff actually works. And they were able to replicate most of my experiments, and maybe all of them. I haven't heard about them all, but they're doing them. So tell me, how does quantum touch differ from other energy healing modalities like Reiki? Well, Reiki is the most popular one out there, and mm -hmm. it differs in quite a number of significant ways. First off, we have no attunements. We have no masters. We don't give ourselves any badges. We've got no magic symbols. And another big difference is that we're actually working. We're using breathing and body awareness to raise our vibration. And that creates our protection. So unlike the Reiki practitioners, we never feel tired or drained mm -hmm. at the end of doing sessions or a long day of work. We actually become more energized in the process because you're first charging yourself. Like if you're broke, you can't, you can't give anybody anything. You have no money to give. True. So we give ourselves first. So we're providing energy for ourselves mm -hmm. and providing self-healing for ourselves before we're affecting someone else. And so what I'm noticing is that my own aging process has been radically slowed down. And I think it's because I've been using the energy and a lot of other techniques for all these years. I got carded uh, about three months ago. They wanted to know if I was 50 years old as I entered the senior golf tournament. And when I showed them my driver's license, they were shocked because I'm nearly, I'm going to be 70 this year. Mm -hmm. And I have no pain in my body. I'm on zero medica medications and I'm stronger than I've ever been in my life. And so I think it slows the aging process. So how, do, how, does, how does quantum touch affect the electromagnetic field that surrounds the body? The electromagnetic field is a physical field mm -hmm. and quantum touch is working on a non-physical life force energy spiritual energy but, basis but is so, but isn't quantum it, touch it, isn't quantum touch um doesn't it use the um it's it's energy right so therefore it yes, would have it, it would have an effect on an electromagnetic field it it, ha it probably does but i've never really tried okay. to measure it what we did measure was electroencephalograph mm -hmm. eeg yeah and what we saw was when I meditated, I was able to affect another person's EEG who didn't know I would be doing it. There was a half an hour baseline and a half an hour of the session. Dr. Sheely, a former neurologist mm -hmm. and uh, brain scientist, 
said that had he just seen that one shot of the five minutes when I was working, he might have thought the guy I was working on was brain dead. And he started saying, Richard, you're a world-class healer. I said, Norm, this is a basic human skill. He said, well, you either have the healthiest ego or the best act of any healer I've ever seen. And so then he tested it on everybody who worked in his offices, his nurses, his uh, accountant, and others. And what he saw was that every one of them had the ability to affect someone else's brainwaves at a distance. This is truly a basic human ability that does not get examined because it's so far outside the box that the scientists are afraid to put them put their neck on the line and talk about something that their colleagues don't believe is possible. Could this be another part of psychic phenomena or part of uh, part of ESP that we have yet to discover? Of course, of course. But what we call the psychic phenomena may mm-hmm. just be a basic aspect of what it means to be human. You see, our love and compassion is our most valuable resource yes. that we have. Mm-hmm. Is that a psychic phenomena? Yeah, you bet it is. Our love and compassion is not just something you feel, but it's, it's a spiritual energy that we all understand and identify with, unless you're a psychopath, but we all understand and identify with it. And we think it's just something you feel. But when you think about somebody you love and you're just adoring them at a distance, mm-hmm. you're actually having a physiological impact on that person that could potentially be measurable. And this is something that I have been working with to say, hey, let's not let's demystify this stuff and actually do the research to show that our love and compassion is truly our most valuable resource. Do you have published a peer-reviewed research on quantum touch? Yeah, we just published a study on, on the pain, on a clinical study with uh, the 41 people with high levels of pain. Mm-hmm. And it's peer-reviewed and uh, Energy Psychology Journal. And we're looking to do a whole lot more research. I did a preliminary study with a CT scan showing that the bones move uh, when I meditated with a person in the CT scanner, and that was successful. Now we're going to do the entire preliminary study, watching the cranial bones and the hips moving. I want to work with uh, C. elegans which are these little roundworms, and see if I can affect the aging process. We're looking to do a lot more research, but, you know, research is expensive, and you got to go through the, all the process, and it's time-consuming. But I'm, I'm up for it, and we're going to just continue working me, and showing this. Let, let me ask you about affecting the aging process. Do you want to make people live longer? I want people to have more joyous, fulfilling lives, And if they're able Mm -hmm. to have a more fulfilling life, I'd like them to live as long as they want to live. See, people lose their desire to live, especially when they get all creaky and and broken. But I want to have maximum vitality for as long as you want to be physical. Yeah, why not? Wouldn't that be fun? It it may be fun, but aren't we trying to, are are we trying to put ourselves in the same status of a god by doing this? Well, how do you know that you're not really an extension of God? Well, I... You know, here to to learn to love and transform. Well, I I don't believe it's my purpose in life to, to go against the the laws of nature by extending somebody's life when we have all these problems with overpopulation there's not enough food on this planet to to feed the the people on this planet now we have wars that are raging so if we keep everybody yeah. living longer and the po- population rate keeps on exploding you know what's the sense nobody's going to have the well, the uh, the um, the uh, Nobody's going to have the, oh, what am I looking for here, the uh, the great life that, you know, people believe that, you know, longevity would bring. Well, let's, let's look at that. First off, there's enough food to go around, but we're not sharing it. Secondly, there are incredible solutions that would solve a lot of our problems. And third, our priorities are up our butts because we're not living the lives that would be most fulfilling. So but if we all have free, priorities, 
But if we if all the have priority free... shifted, there could never be a war. But if we all have free will, and this is what we are told in every philosophy going, we have free will. If we want to love right. someone, it's our right. If we don't want to love someone, it is our right. And exactly. if we all have free will, what gives any part of society the right to try and change the free will of the masses? I'm not trying to change anybody's yeah. free will. I'm encouraging people to exercise right. their free will to make healthier choices. Gotcha. Um, and it's also, it's also been shown mm -hmm. that societies that have higher levels of education have lower birth rates. And there are all kinds of incredible solutions to feed people that aren't being utilized yet. I agree with you to a certain extent, but I, I don't agree that there are solutions to the problems we have now. And I think the biggest question I have is if this quantum touch works as I believe you say it does, and if you've mm -hmm. worked with a neuroscientist and a doctor, yeah. why yeah. hasn't this research been brought to people that he has worked with in the past within the research community to get it to the place where it needs to be? Well, quite simply, to quote Galileo, cognitive dissonance is a bitch. Mm -hmm. People don't like to have to change core beliefs. And even though Norm Sheely saw it over and over and over again, he never looked into it because that, he's a man who likes machines. He likes solutions where you get a machine to do something, mm -hmm. but we're changing the, the biology and we're changing the chemistry of people, and it's going to just take a lot more research because it's very hard to do research, and it's very easy to ignore it. And we live in a time where when you're showing research that people don't want to look at, it's just too easy to say, well, I don't care. All right, or listen, just, we've got to we, pay any attention. We have to say so long for tonight because we've just run out of time. Our guest this hour has been Richard Gordon, Exxon Nation. Make up your own mind, www.quantumtouch.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Wilda Wiaka's latest book, The Science of Magic, Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is the first book in a series based on her writings that open every episode of The Science of Magic radio show. Drawing on the subject matter of each guest, and armed with over 40 years' experience in shamanism, 35 years in alternative health, and degrees in psychology and religious studies, Wilda introduces relevant and leading-edge information that supports spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Rich with wisdom and inspirational quotes packaged in digestible segments, this is a book that will pull you from cover to cover. It will also serve as a daily inspirational reading for years to come. The Science of Magic Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is available at our website, tsompublications.com, amazon.com, and wherever fine books are sold. Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? 
Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the X-Zone, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible, and what might they do next? Find out more, X-Zone Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. Richard Gordon is my special guest for this hour, Exxon Nation. We're talking to Richard about his new book, The Secret Ma- Nature of Matter. And we're also talking to him about something about it that I find quite fascinating, Quantum Touch. His uh, website is www.quantumtouch.com. And uh, Richard, thank you for coming on the show tonight. It's a great pleasure talking to you. Can you give us an example that, maybe our audience could actually try or do you have to have personal contact with them? No, no, no. This is not something you need a magic attunement or a special symbol. If you're not driving a vehicle or something and you can concentrate, lift a finger and put all your attention into your finger and breathe deeply into your fingers. If you could breathe right through it and see how much you can feel of your finger. Can you feel how the skin is all around the finger. Can you feel the blood pulsing through your finger? Can you feel the fingernail as it attaches to your finger? And as you continue breathing through your finger, maybe you can feel the bones inside that finger. Now, as you pay attention to the finger, is the finger vibrating, tingling, buzzing, pulsing? Is it getting is a sensation increasing in your finger. And for 90% of the people, the answer will be yes. For the people who say no, they can still learn to do the work. What we learn to do with quantum touch, whether you can feel it or not, mm-hmm. is we learn how to put awareness through our entire body in waves, how to feel your whole body in these various kinds of waves and patterns. And then we link it with our breathing. And that creates a field of energy in your hands that has been shown to accelerate the healing process, which is what Dr. Norman Sheely did when I showed him this work in Missouri. He wanted, he said, I don't have to do a double blind on everything. I just have to make the test so rigorous, I can't believe anything but the outcome. So he brought in people with the most difficult chronic pain, 20, 30, 40 years of constant pain, who had never been helped by any traditional or alternative therapy. And I, get, and I taught his staff to start working with the energy. I gave him like a quick one-hour class. Mm-hmm. We gave group quantum touch sessions to everybody in there. And everybody had between a 30 and 70% reduction of their pain that was lasting over a week later. And Norm Sheely was very impressed. But that's not even the thing that impressed him the most. There were other things, too. What has been the most significant aha moment that you have ever had when dealing with the quantum touch? I think it, there's been like three or four of them. Well, all right, let's hear, let's hear three I of them. Let's hear three of them. Well, one of them was just watching Bob Rasmussen touch people in the bones moving back to alignment mm-hmm. right under his hand. That just blew me away. The next was when I actually saw that I could do it myself on a woman who had major scoliosis. I mean, not, no, she had major osteoporosis and she was hunched over. And by the end of a session, all the bones in her back had become level, straight. And she was standing up straight and she became this tall woman. Another one was running energy into a bunny rabbit that was terrified that I had to capture. And the bunny rolled itself on its back and stretched out. Another one of these massive aha moments was when I discovered that I could work two to three times faster without touching people at a distance. And another aha moment was when I discovered that I could put consciousness into matter and cause the, the hips and the cranial bones to untwist in a second, and that I could link objects together in my mind, and anything anybody does to any one of them happens to them all. 
So it's been a series wow. of holy, just unbelievable discoveries that have taken me to the to this edge of of what a lot of people might consider fiction, except that I can show them if they're willing to stand around and look at it for a few minutes. Is it possible that what you're doing is lost knowledge, and this in itself is what many ancients used to do? Yes, of course. Yeah. It's entirely possible. But I've created a pendant that has been entangled with consciousness. So anything happening to any one of them will happen to all of them. And now we have over 5,000 of the best healers running their energy into it every day. And so it's the only charged and entangled uh, uh, talisman, you might call it, that may have ever existed because now we have thousands of people who are trained to do this work. And everybody's holding a slightly different vibration of love and consciousness, and they're all infusing this charged common object, this attractive pendant, with their own very crazy stories, like the story a woman wrote in where she ran the pendant over the cat's back and tail, and the, and the bent tail straightened out on an adult cat. But I saw it working in Mexico at a retreat this guy told me he hadn't breathed through his right sinus since he was a teenager, and he's holding a pendant on both sides of his nose, and within five minutes he was breathing through the right sinus. I've seen things happening with these things, and I don't know what these really are or the limit because we're just exploring this that may be ancient knowledge because the ancients knew about talisman and you could put consciousness into a physical object, but now we have a simple way of testing it. And seeing that it's actually true. Just as Galileo looked at the phases of Venus to know the Earth was going around the sun, I used the alignment as a way of knowing that matter affects consciousness. I mean, matter affects, I mean, consciousness affects matter, and it has a physiological impact on people. How does the energy go from one pendant to the next? And, and how, do they, how do they form uh, the, the collective and I'm not asking for an exactly. I'm not asking for an esoteric explanation. What's the scientist? Yeah, I, what's I'm the science it. behind it? Yeah, it turned out that I ran these experiments. Mm -hmm. I was ex I was explaining a little bit before we took one of the breaks. Yeah. But I met the, I met these two women who were very unevenly aligned, so I could easily see that they were misaligned. I borrowed some change. I meditated on the change in my hand, and all I said was. To myself was, I see all the coins in my hand. They're all here. I see them all. And once I put them on the table, I touched one with a charged object, and both women were holding one of the coins, and they both instantly became aligned. So I discovered that when you join things together in your mind, you can affect all of them by affecting any of them. Now, the science behind that, that's yet to be <laughs> explored and discovered. I'm just a guy who's figured some stuff out and has done a lot of experiments. But one day, it, hopefully in my lifetime, mm -hmm. this will be explored by highly qualified scientists who will, will be able to discover more. But here's the, the hard part. The hard part is we're dealing with something that will never be measured with scientific instrumentations, in my opinion. And the reason is we're dealing with a spiritual energy. And spiritual energy just makes science's head explode because they don't believe it could exist. Therefore, they won't look at it. And I believe that our higher self, our consciousness, comes through us. It isn't just inside us. Mm -hmm. It comes through us, but it comes from a non-physical, our higher self comes from a non-physical dimension of reality, and it comes through us. But you can't measure the non-physical until it becomes physical, until it downsteps the energy sufficiently that it could actually become physical. So they'll never be able to measure the energy we're working with, but they can easily measure the effect of the energy. How much of this could possibly be a placebo effect? Uh, it's not, because we're seeing, like on that pain study, we saw 100% mm -hmm. of the pain conditions responding. I found three mechanisms for extraordinary self-healing where the body can heal itself at super fast rates. One is the placebo effect that works about a third of the time. Right. The second way is through energy healing, 
where you can trigger that self-healing mechanism in the body without having to use suggestions. And the third is an entirely different subject dealing with emotional honesty and processing old emotions Mm -hmm. that can cause an extraordinary self-healing process. That's probably the most significant one when people find out what they were really upset about, release the emotions and forgive themselves for carrying that emotion for years and years. That is the third mechanism for extraordinary self-healing. But placebos will only work a third of the time, and I can untwist people's posture better than 99% of the time. Can this, uh, the quantum touch work for diseases like cancer, leukemia, Alzheimer's, multiple sclerosis? We have reports from people, anecdotal experiences Mm -hmm. of pretty much anything you can think of, where we even have a really nice letter from an oncologist who wrote about he didn't want to say that it healed cancer, and I don't know that it actually does, but he talked about it reduced their stress, mm-hmm. it reduced their anxiety, it reduced their pain, it reduced the inflammation. He said everything but that it healed, because I don't think he wants to get himself in trouble. Right. But you can realize that, hey, what happens if a person reduces their stress and their pain and their well-being is increased and their energy is higher, and et cetera, et cetera, you know they're going to heal faster because you must understand the body heals itself. Nobody heals anybody else. Your own cells heal themselves. If you have a paper cut, your body does the healing. All we're doing is providing an energy field to let your body accelerate its own self-healing mechanism. Richard, stand by. We have to take our final break. Exonation. Richard Gordon is our very special guest this hour. And we're talking to Richard about his book entitled The New Secret of, I'm sorry, The Secret Nature of Matter. It's been one of those days. It's been a long week, ExoNation. You know what I mean. You've been with me Monday through Friday. Here we are, Friday at the end of the week. TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday. Let's try this again. Richard Gordon has been our guest this hour. He's going to be back with me on the other side of the break. His website is www.quantumtouch.com. We'll be back. And don't forget, you can also check out the great programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. ABS Media. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Richard Gordon is my special guest. We're talking about something that is truly fascinating. And I'd like to thank Jackie Lappin for sending us all the information and for contacting us to introduce us to Richard Gordon. His website is quantumtouch.com. And uh, during the commercial break, uh, I was talking to you about people who are now using the word quantum uh, in order to uh, I, you know, some of them I, I think are just using it as as a as a, uh, a word that will grab people's attention. But after reading the information and all the, all the work that you've put into Quantum Touch and, and the work over the years, your books, how, how would someone who is listening know the difference between somebody like yourself who is qualified and who has a proven track record compared to someone who is just using the, the word quantum who really doesn't have the knowledge that goes along with the implications of that word. It, it can be difficult to mm -hmm. discern because you really need to look at their resume and where they're coming from and what right. they're teaching. But just the word itself doesn't mean much. I mean, a, somebody could call themselves a doctor, but yeah. they might be a quack. <laughs> so you need to explore yeah. who they are, what they're teaching and whether they're coming from a big ego position or whether they have something of validity to share. I understand. And um, getting back to uh, your book, The Secret Nature of Matter, once you put energy and intention into an object, what do you have to do to remove it or erase it? Because if you're putting it's it there, there almost, has to be a reversal. Yeah, yeah and that was maybe eight or ten of my experiments were mm -hmm. exploring what it takes to remove that energy and tension once it's inside there. I would take like a, a piece of metal and I'd run energy into it and touch somebody with it and work. And at first I had to test to see if I was deceiving myself. And I had somebody who would either hand them the coin or not hand them the mm -hmm. coin and then come back and guess. And I was right 12 in, times in a row. So, okay, I got that one right. right. But then I tried like I boil water Would the water still hold the information after I boiled it for 10 minutes. Yeah, it did. But the water that had evaporated on the lid of the pot had lost the information. Um, I found it almost impossible to get information, energy intention out of an object. Once it was there, unless you burned it or changed the state of it, water turning to ice loses the information, but ice turning to water was able to hold the information. I have no explanation for this. I'm just recording what I saw, mm -hmm. and I'm really interested in getting universities to study it. Unfortunately, this, this stuff is so far outside the box that even when I show professors what it is that I'm doing, they don't want to lose credibility or their grant money or publish anything about it because they're afraid of ridicule from their peers because it's so far outside the box. This challenges our fundamental beliefs about what reality is, and everything points to us being spiritual beings. 
because if the mind is not confined to the brain, and I can show that in a few seconds sure, please. by untwisting t- 20 or 30 people simultaneously by, by meditating, mm-hmm. then that means the death of the brain does not mean, mean the death of the mind. And there's so many other implications. All right, over here, um, what, what is a subatomic good stuff? Well, I, I called it God stuff, some atomic God stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it's a term that, that I sort of half-jokingly and very seriously mean, mm-hmm. that all matter, glass, plastic, rubber, paper, leaves, pebbles, feathers, all matter seems equally able to hold energy and intention. So I surmise that all matter is made out of what I loosely term subatomic God stuff. Everything is able to hold energy and intention, and I surmise that this is because it's made of the stuff of spirituality. So it's what it, all matter is mm-hmm. consciousness. So what do you think the implications of this is? Oh, the implications are vast. First off, quantum theory is incomplete because it does not include consciousness into the equations. That we can work at a distance, and that we can do these things suggests that we are spiritual beings, Mm -hmm. and that we have vast abilities that have not yet been explored, because when science only considers physical material things to be real, then they say anything that can't be measured or put into a formula can't be real, but they're ignoring the most important parts. It also suggests that our love and our consciousness is our, our most valuable asset of who and what we really are. And yet, we live in a world where people value material stuff mm-hmm. more than compassion. Look at politics. Look at, at the state of the world. Look at all the hungry children. Yeah. People starving to death. This couldn't exist if compassion was a priority. It can only exist because greed and accumulation of stuff is a higher priority than compassion. Exonation, uh, we're talking to Richard Gordon right now. We're talking to Richard about his book entitled The Secret Nature of Matter. And uh, Richard is the gentleman behind a process. Can we call it a process? Do we call it a science? What do we call quantum touch? It's an empirical process that would and will and has stood up to scientific inquiry. Mm -hmm. And we're constantly looking to do more research and hoping one day we'll get some funding as well to be able to afford all the research we'd like. One of my long-term goals is to see this work utilized in every hospital, because it's going to look like Star Trek science fiction. I want to see it researched at every university, and I want to see it taught in every school, because this is a basic human skill that everybody's going to want to know, if even for six or eight days a year when a loved one is in pain or suffering or you bang your knee or whatever it is, Right. it's vital that people know how to do this basic human skill. And I'm not asking anybody to change their beliefs, their religion, anything. You just learn how to breathe and feel your body and connect to your love. That's all I'm asking. It seems so simple. It is. But it got overlooked because people refused to consider the possibility that their love was more than an epiphenomenon of brain activity. The sciences have been hijacked by materialists who think that everything can be described, weighed, measured, put into formulas mathematically, Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't, it doesn't fit. And if it doesn't fit, you must ignore. Therefore, consciousness is considered just brain activity working rather than our identity. We are these spiritual beings inhabiting these physical forms, but we're 99.9999999% empty space. Right. But I believe that we are 99.9999999% spiritual being wearing these meat suits and identifying with the meat suits 100% mm-hmm. rather than putting our priorities where they really belong. So would you say this is more science than esoteric, or is it more esoteric than science? I'd say that esoteric science is where we're heading. 
science has refused to consider this reality. Why? And I can show, I've shown groups of people mm-hmm. this, um, and they all see it, and then they ignore it. I, I can tell you about lots of talks that I've given where I just blow away the audience, and then they, they won't even talk to me afterwards because it, it violates their fundamental assumptions. Just like Galileo was showing people telescopes, mm-hmm. and the rationalists would say, well, it works during the day, but it obviously doesn't work at night. <laughs> and others would say, "There's no, I already know what's true, so there's no need to look through it. And, or, one, as some people have said to me, it isn't true because it can't be true, and then they walk away. But when I've shown scientists this, Right. who are skeptical, but they stick around. One said, if I let myself believe this just happened, everything I know about science would fall like a house of cards. Well, are you an empirical scientist or faith-based? Well, empirical, of course. I said, great. Why don't you watch me do this, you know, 10 more times? He said, if I believe this just happened, he said, as well as an empirical scientist, don't you want to let the cards fall where they will? He said, not today. And he just walks away. Because this is how people deal with severe cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance can occur most in its most severe form when the belief and the reality are having a head-on collision. But I can show people all day. It's really fun to, to watch people's reactions when they see something they know can't be true. I have a whole video called Quantum Touch Pendant Demo. And you see like a dozen people blown away because they're touching the base of their cranial bones in the back, the occipital ridge. Right. And I just touch them with a pendant that's charged and entangled with 5,000 other pendants and 5,000 other people putting their love into it. And they lift their thumb and they put it back and they start laughing and or saying, how can that happen? Or I feel it moving. They're shocked and surprised that it just happened. And yet it's the easiest thing to demonstrate, but it's the hardest thing to get researched uh, by universities because they're Afraid to look at something that doesn't fit the, the belief systems. Is it that it doesn't fit the belief systems of the university or doesn't fit the belief systems of society? Both. Both. Uh, society uh, believes in materialism. They believe that everything can be explained through math and physics. Right. And now that I'm showing a simple phenomenon that everybody can learn very easily... And I found a quick little demonstration. Like, for example... All right, let's hold off Galileo on the... Let's hold, let's hold off here. We've got to take our commercial break. We'll be back it. after the news. Exo Nation, our guest this hour is Richard Gordon, www.quantumtouch.com. And Richard and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. One of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce, is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon Radio Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201 201- 934-8986 or Skype at Elizabeth.Joyce And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. 
Razor of Madness expose novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I'm your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV, And you can find out all about the Exxon Broadcast Network and the programming we have available for you, 724-365 at www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Richard Gordon. He is a visionary. He's a best-selling author and founder of Quantum Touch Organization. Richard is considered as a pioneer in the field of energy medicine with over 40 years of experience. He is the author of four best-selling books now published in 17 languages. Gordon attended the Christoph School of Natural Medicine, has been on the faculty of Hartwood Institute and the Holistic Health Institute. With certified practitioners of his work in over 50 countries, Richard's work was praised by Dr. C. Norman Seeley, founding president of the American Holistic Medical Association, as the first technique that may truly allow us all to become healers. Joining me now is Richard Gordon. And Richard, welcome to the X-Zone. Hey, Rob. What a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell us what uh, quantum touch is. Quantum touch is a form of energy healing. Mm-hmm. And it differs from the other forms of energy healing because... We're actually working to raise our vibration energetically mm-hmm. through breathing and body awareness techniques. We don't ask anybody to believe anything right. or to have any faith or special woo-woo. We just <laughs> use breathing, body awareness, yeah. and our own love and compassion to create a field of energy to let the other person do their own self-healing. We recognize that mm-hmm. the definition of a healer is someone who was sick and got well. 
and a great healer, someone very sick who got well quickly. So we provide the energy for them to do what their body wants to do. All right. And how did you get into the field of uh, quantum touch? It wasn't by choice. It had just sort of happened to me. Right. I was getting sicker and sicker. I went to a doctor and he said, well, you got a lot of problems, so let's wait till you get worse. So I went to a holistic health school. I became introduced to something called polarity therapy, which was the subject of my first book that came out in 1978. Mm-hmm. And that was a bestseller throughout the entire 1980s. And a few months before the book came out, I met this old gentleman named Robert Rasmussen, who had discovered a technique on his own. And he was this large, obese, older man. And he's telling tall tales. And I didn't believe anything he said. He said, yeah, I dissolved a tumor the size of a grapefruit in an hour. And I helped heal a broken bone in a couple hours. And he's telling these crazy tall tales. And then he said, oh, I just touch people and the bones move back into alignment. And then he demonstrated on my girlfriend And she had a major scoliosis, and we're all looking at her her back. And within seconds, I could watch her hips roll right back into alignment with a light touch. And her cranial bones were obviously moving, and my jaw was on the floor. I didn't think this was possible, and no one else was going to learn it. But Mm -hmm. I did learn to do it. In fact, I apprenticed with him, took over in his retirement, evolved the work radically, took out all the woo factors. Yes and made it available for people to easily learn. And how does it work? If, if well, It sounds like miracle stuff to me. Well, it's not always that good. Okay. You know, we, we just did a study with um, 41 people with high levels of pain, mm-hmm. and there were 50 pain conditions, and mostly from fibromyalgia, arthritis, and from accidents. All 50 conditions responded, and the average pain relief was 67%. My gosh. It isn't perfect, but it's better than a placebo in that regard because placebos tend to work about a third of the time. How does it work? It works because of we're using the life force energy that the yogis call prana and the Chinese call chi, mm-hmm. that animating current of life. And through simple breathing and body awareness exercises that anybody can learn very quickly, You learn to raise your vibration, and then you create a field of energy around the affected tissue. You sandwich it between your hands, Mm -hmm. and then their body and spiritual intelligence will match the vibration of your hands, and then their body intelligence does whatever healing it deems necessary. But it's not exactly what you had in your mind. So you might be thinking you're working on a headache, but the sinus pain goes away. Or you might be thinking you're working on a neck problem, and in one of my classes, the woman regained her hearing. So my goodness. Uh, the energy goes where it's needed, but not necessarily what you think you're working on. In your book, uh, The Secret Nature of Matter, you've discovered an astonishing link between mind and matter. Can you give us a little bit of a glimpse yeah. into this? Yeah. First, you have to understand that I needed a way to discern that consciousness can go into matter. And in order to do that, it was a 40-year evolution of discovery. First, I found out that you could move bones into alignment with light touch. Then 10 years ago, I discovered that you could meditate for about 10 seconds or less and cause that same hips to untwist and the cranial bones to untwist. Mm -hmm. And then two years ago, one of my students told me something that led me to a series of discoveries where I found out I could put consciousness and intention into any kind of physical object, glass, plastic, rubber, cigarette butts, it doesn't matter. All matter holds energy and tension equally. And if I just touch somebody with intention with a charged object, I I can see and palpate and measure the hips untwisting and the cranial bones aligning. And that was my simple test to see if it worked or not. It sounds as if, um, so, so let me understand this. The, the intent is what? How do, we de- how do we describe the intent? Is it your desire or the desire, the, the thought? Yeah, it, it's so innate. It's almost hard to talk about. But if you have the intent to walk on the sidewalk mm-hmm. 
and go the entire block. You don't question yourself and say, well, am I still on the sidewalk? It's such an easy thing to do to say, I'm going to walk through this door. And then you walk through the door. You have the intention. So I can get like, okay, a couple of days ago, I had some dental work done. I'm at my dentist and she wants to know the kind of work I'm doing. So there's the dental assistant and her husband, and they're measuring each other's hips and cranial bones. And I'm touching them with this charged object, in this case, an entangled pendant. We can talk about that later. And I just touch and they can measure and the hips completely untwist, which is considered physiologically impossible. And then I handed the pendant to my dentist and said, all you have to do is touch your husband anywhere, like the shoulder, anywhere you like, and have the intention of aligning him. And if she does that, and she did, and she measured, and and her jaws on the floor going, oh my God, it worked. But she just touches him with a charged object with intention, because if you just hand the object, it doesn't work. It's one of the great mysteries. It's not an automatic process. But intention is just where you're focusing your attention and desire. Fascinating. I also heard a phrase, conscious entanglement. How do you describe that? Conscious entanglement was, I think, like experiment 37 or 38 that I did, and I listed them all like a diary in the book. I had a very disturbing... I kept testing to see where, how I can break it, how I can make it not work and how I can make it work and find out when it worked and when it didn't work. And so I ran this experiment where I laid out a dozen pennies behind a woman on a table and they were about four and five inches apart. Mm -hmm. And then I meditated on penny number one and then measured her again to make sure she hadn't accidentally been aligned and she wasn't. I reached way down, picked out penny number 12 and handed it to her. And the minute I did, she became aligned, and I became very upset. Why would penny 12 be charged when I only meditated on penny number one? And my first thought was fire moving across gasoline as that analogy. But that didn't make any sense because then the table would be charged and the walls and the floor and everybody in the coffee shop and then the whole planet. That didn't happen. So what did happen, I thought, well, maybe because I placed all 12 pennies down, I had join them together, or in other words, entangle them together in my consciousness, and anything I did to penny number one would happen to all of them. So I tested it the next day, mm-hmm. and there were two women at a conference who both had a major pelvic torsion. That all right, we're going to we're gonna have mark. to have a bit of a cliffhanger here because what? I have to take my break. Exonation, Richard, okay. Richard Gordon is our guest. His website is www.quantum.com. Touch.com. That's quantumtouch.com. And Richard and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon talking about quantum touch. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. 
We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.